0: Welcome back. Welcome to the Saving Podcast Take 7. We're a company on a mission to enable online citizens to withstand today's mass surveillance so everybody can reclaim their privacy and enjoy cyber freedom. It's the place where you can take part of this venture. You can be part of it. And yeah, we hope to give you a glimpse of what happens and what's going on. You are very welcome to join our Reddit at r slash So just... Give us your input. Maybe we'll see us there. Today, Rafti is joining me once again. Welcome.
1: Greetings. Greetings.
0: And we are going to talk about a um, uh, progress update, I guess, but from a different perspective than last week. So,
1: yeah. I did not have the chance to listen to last week's podcast. This week was pretty busy, so that's totally fine. It,
0: last week was more technical. And this this week is gonna be about more about business culture and yeah. So f- for everybody who doesn't know you, who are you, Aftin?
1: Uh, well, I'm the CEO of Safing. I am doing most of the yeah. As you already said, I, I currently I'm very involved in trying to shape the company culture and set up everything so that as we hire more people, we um, yeah prepare ourselves and give them a good like idea who we want to be who we are and uh, how we want to go forward
0: like having a good structure and foundation and all that stuff
1: yeah exactly but not just yeah structure in regards to like how we talk how we look at things how we want to like interact with each other and with others like the community and stuff like that so that the culture is healthy and welcoming and open
0: yeah nice nice i i think i want to throw in some context here because why sure. has this been a big chunk of your work the last few weeks well it started off by us receiving funding from the ffg that is the research and development um, agency from the austrian state i'd say i hope that's a correct description i would that's,
1: call what, them what would the you? same <laughs> no no, no exactly r and d um, supporting platform, I agree, yeah,
0: <laughs> so we received a rather large amount of money, um, mm-hmm. some of them was is funding, and some of it we have to pay back, but with that, we already got two new employees, and mm-hmm. they joined us mid September beginning of October, mm-hmm. and we also have Martin in. Uh, he is a business developer who consults us founders on our journey. So mm-hmm.
1: maybe to clarify a bit as well or to yeah, give people remind people we're disclosing all of our funding and the amounts on our homepage. So um I don't know the numbers out of off the top of my head as well, but you can look at them on our homepage. They should be up like from the FFG soon ish as well, since I don't know if you already talked a bit about that but we're currently in the process of redoing our homepage so it might you might have to wait for this a bit but it will be on there we're not like keeping that funding a secret yeah that's Um,
0: that's the reason why we can openly talk about it because it's we want it to be public knowledge anyway exactly so yeah and i i think this is like an interesting time to be in it's it's been wild or busy (laughs) But I, I, I got a surprise for you, Rafty. I went through, like, for people to understand better what all of your responsibilities are, since you're not a developer, and one may ask, hey, what, what are you doing then? Uh, I went through the areas of responsibilities from our Wiki internal.
1: <laughs> one of the guidelines <laughs> I already managed to do.
0: <laughs> exactly. And I will just quickly go through all of your responsibilities. So people understand what what you're doing. Uh, One is accounting. Then there's the administration, human resources, the legal stuff, operations, Mm. purchasing, and sales. Mm. And today we're going to focus on the administration, the human resources, and operations. And there Mm. were like sub-areas so for the administration there's a lot of planning involved, financials, uh, financial planning, like the ro- roadmap for the product and reviewing how everything is going. In the mm-hmm. human resources there's the hiring, solving disputes, having people like the onboarding, mm-hmm. and then there is overseeing and optimizing operations and purchasing office supplies and all of that stuff which i'm very thankful that Rafi is
1: taking care of. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, not not all of them currently. It's a, as i keep on saying there's a huge pile in front of me and i'm trying to get on top of this whole pile, but it's like yeah, <laughs> when you're account- <laughs> when you're listing all of them i'm like, well, yeah, there's there are some things i know that i that are like due in the next couple of months, but like could have been like completed already but it's yeah
0: of course it's it's a wave or a avalanche of stuff mm. falling down on your shoulders but <laughs> it is your responsibility and you're trying to
1: manage it as good as possible so yeah, I hope so what what was
0: the focus of the last few weeks then
1: yeah um so as you already said like for in the context we were able to hire two people so we're now yeah. five and with all of that, uh, there came a lot of questions in regards to, like, okay, um, what is acceptable to, like, um, talk about? What, where is this line of um, things you can talk about with your friends and things that are, like, appropriate or expectable in a, in a company? So um, <laughs> don't know if you want to jump right in. Well, but, we can
0: like it. It makes me curious, from a listener's perspective. Like, what what what? doesn't suit the office environment. Then, do you have some examples <laughs> well, of that? Of course, <laughs> of
1: course. Like um, in this whole age of Me Too and everything, like um, two uh, sexual of speech or two sexual of advances that are like not acceptable in the office, and what? we just want to put that down in writing in some sense. You know? Yeah,
0: I mean the Me Too movement that is why link it is it just as a i mean no but it was like talks and advances in the workspace that is just an no so yeah exactly with or without but, me too it's just
1: not okay yeah i know but i just wanted to to i don't know it, my work experiences were like i had never issues with those sorts of things at, at least in austria not sure how it is in the states where this was a big thing but um so in the beginning i was a little bit myself a little bit skeptical if we would need something like that because it's like um common sense hopefully anyway but then i was encouraged especially by our consultant who is doing the business thing Um, martin is his name i think he will be up on the website soon as well then you can look at his face as well yeah um as far as i got sneak peeks of the new homepage. Um, and so he was like, well, yes, if everybody behaves right, you don't have a problem. But as soon as some some things might um, yeah, go into these fringe spaces where you're like, is this still okay? Is this not? You should have something written down, like a code of conduct where you can point to and be like, well, see, we have written there. Um, sexual advances already begin in your speech. And it's not just if you like touch somebody inappropriately. It's also how you talk about them and it's also um how maybe you clothe yourself as well. So um it's also that you're not supposed as a man or as a woman either like come without like come in your underwear to work. That's not appropriate. Yeah. Uh, um there are I think no laws that prohibit you, but we are like in our company, you're not allowed to come like that. We don't want that. It's just something where you can point to and be like, well, you should you should already stop here, not when it's when the law says this is not okay, but when like before that, so it's like offense um a company fence in regards to, to topics like that um that are even tighter than the law would be, just to make um working together easier and like more fun, i guess <laughs> yeah so as i as so I for me it you. is
0: it's It's like you've been responsible for this uh area and you initially thought like a common sense would be totally fine and would cover it all, or like why would you need these extra guidelines, so to speak mm. but then setting up the fences and where to set them up that is that is the progress you're going through
1: mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah setting a baseline somebody I can point to in the future as well and be like, well, see. We have this guideline here, and I—I I, it's not a, a day-to-day, like on a whim. I say, well, this is okay or this isn't, but it's just something, a reference where I can point to and be like, well, I this is written down. You see it. It's like everybody knows it. Uh, I don't have to discuss too much if it's like just for me today because I got up on the wrong foot or something or ate, ate a bre- bad breakfast or something. Yeah. It's just like established already and it's a a foundation so to speak to um, build communication on yeah so you
0: also try
1: to take away the personal bias or the day-to-day exactly mood i'd
0: say the mood (laughs) bias (laughs) yeah yeah
1: and the same thing applies to other things as well so as you already said we're uh or as you all know we're very programming heavy like setup and so um stuff we're I actually like your your approach and how to write git messages and stuff so we want to give a standard there as well where you cannot just be like git commit one git commit two but you actually have to write um how to do it that what like you could you could would be better to explain this but it's just like um having a way to communicate as well like guidelines where you're like okay this is how we are going to write our Git commits that we all understand. What you expect when, like, um, when des- reviewing yeah. it, or, or yeah. So you describe
0: what is going on or what you changed. You are specific. You try to be verbose. What you did, so it's easier for other people to review and also easier to uh, search for when you look through the history. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. sometimes if if you remove a file and you say, hey, it's in the Git, it's going to be saved anyway and it's just like naming it remove this and this file or this and this feature is much more easier to find
1: than Git commit 25. Exactly. Because yeah. then you would have to look up what is Git commit and you have to dig in and it's like, so much uh, like this is uh, this is an example of how to uh, standardize communication within the company. Another interesting fact, like um, Daniel uh, pointed it out quite, I think, this week or last week, whatever. It's about like error messages in particular as, as well. If um, the same error message um, created like uh, by two people, two different people and they classify them differently. Well, then you expect something um different you know if some for some uh one thing is an emergency and for the other it's just like a bug then you're like um seeing well this is a bug message and you're like oh whatever but for him this would be something he would want to look at right away so clarifying this sort of thing is important as well where you're like and i try to (laughs) um tell this like get this into company culture we're working together so it's you have to write in a way that you can remember but also in a way that the other will understand and get into more easily and um, understand and recognize what you were doing what you wanted to do with um, in regards to the the thing that you want to communicate with so uh, when you talk of
0: error messages what exactly do you mean like, do you mean security issues or do you mean
1: error messages when programming? I, no, 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 not when programming, as far as I understand. See, not a programmer here. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if you define error, if you write in your program error messages yourself, and uh, David, Daniel, I think, um, See, I only overfluid it because it's not affecting me too much. But I think okay. he made like five classes of error messages, and where he is like, okay, this is falls under a class one error message, and this these are only light bugs where it's like, no, no biggie if they like come up. Um, you maybe would not even like um, print like log them yeah, so or something you have like different
0: that. Levels of how exactly. impactful the error messages. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So that you, when you filter and want to look at um, what's going on, you maybe, you know, you get what you expect. (laughs) Yeah. In a in a way.
0: And like your responsibility is to bring everybody together, have these guidelines or common common grounds. I actually call them so Mm -hmm. people can work together. So we have the code of conduct, which is about uh, behavior at the office or interaction with each other. Since since I newly moved to Sweden and mm-hmm. we have now a remote worker, and mm-hmm. what, what, what kind of work are you doing in that regard?
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. So in regards to this, this is um, more important to get everyone to um, not just talk about stuff, but write about it. So, there are no guidelines out for that yet, but in particular, like so that everyone is on the same page, and you're just uh, at the beginning of remote workers, but it's a good like um, starting point to get into the habit of not just chit-chatting with your na- with your like sitting neighbor about stuff, but write it as well, especially if it um, might be of interest to all, so that we are all feel like more um, in the same boat because we are, but yeah. if it's only a digital boat, you need to be digital in a way with your communication as well so that all of us are like are within this yeah. exactly.
0: It, it was interesting because yesterday I, I had a talk with one of our partners who will help us with uh, wording. Yeah, I, I don't want to go too much into detail, but I gave him an introduction into the project Mm-hmm. And we were like having this wire call. And as soon as I started talking about stuff, he was like, hey, you should write this down because uh, there's another guy involved. So he would miss out on that. So mm-hmm. I switched my strategy to writing. And even even when we talk digitally, we have to be clear, like who is involved and does he get that information? Mm-hmm. Because you can also, you can chit chat with your uh, neighbor or desk neighbor Mm -hmm. and others won't uh, won't have that information. But the same goes for the digital space where you can just like, when we two talk, this is a podcast so everybody can listen into it. But we sometimes have to involve Daniel as well. So we have to put it down in the writing. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I myself like started the habit of repeating myself more. Because in the past, I usually was a guy who's like I said it once, I don't have to repeat myself anymore, and like, yeah. say and forget. But that's, now that's,
0: it's that's pretty ingrained in your personality. I feel
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, but now I I changed this approach, or I try to change myself to like tell tell everyone and tell them thrice if needed. So don't expect anyone to remember anything. It's um. Because maybe you didn't tell them actually, but um, in the first place, but it doesn't hurt to repeat yourself. It's like um, better said thrice than um, than nothing, like uh, than not at all. And so maybe when I, when I keep on saying thrice, maybe uh, the rule of two applies here as well. So you know the rule of two? It's uh, three, three, three or two. Two are one and one is none. So if you say something once, it's as saying something not at not all. At all. all. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I I also have to remind myself, even though I sometimes write messages, people don't always pick it up or don't always remember that. And then I just can mm-hmm. reference the message again and mm-hmm. like uh, quote the wiki or the task description or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm yeah you're right especially that's one of the hassles with text messaging and that's the reason why I don't like the uh, read badges or red badges it's um, reason why I turn them off everywhere because if um, wire for instance not sure if wire can do this anyway but it's like it would have said to you I read it but I just opened it what would be the more like honest and uh, um, thing to communicate to you um i opened the message but then if i close it because somebody was just walking in and w- w- trying to want something from me um then i maybe didn't even read it or it's just like because i couldn't respond at that moment maybe just have thought of a response but did not write it and so it's just like um as you said um writing something multiple times might be important as well cuz if it's like up in the chat log or something, then you're like getting back to it in time might not be like um, happening on, ac- like uh, as an accident or something. You mm-hmm. might like, you should ping messages, the person.
0: It disappears into the void so quickly. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, there. yeah, <laughs> it's, I guess that's one of the policies we should maybe introduce as well. Like refrain from talking in instant message as much as possible. <laughs> Well, 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 yeah. Okay, we, you, 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 It's it's your responsibility anyway. But like, I'd I'd prefer a chat in our project management tool over a chat that's and true. Instant message.
1: I agree. I agree because then you're on topic as well, and others can
0: tune in if they need the context.
1: Exactly, exactly. You're right. You're right. I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> Getting everyone on board with that will will need some more working from me, so. Um, but you're right. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. And it, Yeah, that, that's much with the policies and the guidelines, like a lot of a lot of things that you're setting up, a lot of groundwork you are doing. We have an internal Wikipedia or not Wikipedia and uh, Viki uh, where the onboarding will ho- hopefully be smoother as well, even as new people come on board. Mm-hmm. And there was the keyword office, so I think that links good into the uh, into the area of company culture. So, what can you tell us about that?
1: Okay, yeah. So we are currently looking for a new office since we we have grown, and the office would be due in December, like for a renewal of. Um, the contract and so we we are now looking if we if we should move where to move, how it should look like and so um, this is a whole like a very interesting time where it's like how like we got a funding now uh, but we are hiring people and so the expenses um, grow as well. And so it's a much harder decision where to move to. There are, like, money, of course, is the one factor. But another one is, and Martin, our consultant, actually pointed that out. We're doing a lot of, like, thinking work, creative work, where it's, like, um, if you are in a big space, you can think big and you can, um, like, your mind is much more, active and if you're like in a hole your mind no. is like is is thinking small like yeah, it's,
0: it's like the environment in uh influences your thinking and your work as well exactly so and so what's you mentioned that like since we are growing so the company at uh, the the office now it's getting too small or what is the issue within the current office then?
1: Yeah, there are a couple of issues, yes. So the office space is suboptimal in general, but, and as I said, it's up for a renewal and there are, like, the landlord um, has changed or is going to change pretty soon as well. So we don't actually know the new landlord yet. And we don't know and if stuff. we can renew it. Huh?
0: We, we don't know if we could even renew it because I, I heard he wanted to have some
1: uh r- structural changes structural change for the office. Well. Yes, so. I know. So, there are a lot of question marks there. It's it's not not just us being like, well, it's not fancy enough anymore stuff. It's um also uh, yeah, very practical and maybe we even have to. It it's some um, like uh there is always like the the Question: If we actually should rent an office, or if we should maybe um, go and work at one of our, um, like in one of our flats, and um, in, in particular, I would have enough space to get some like tables in. But then that's the whole like there is too little space um, to like think, and maybe too little space to yeah. think and stuff. Like and think,
0: thinking back of the uh, time where we were at somebody's at home and we worked from there yeah i'd feel the environment was a big improvement going to an office yes
1: we were we were four people sitting in i think a 10 to 15 square meter room yeah it it was and it was it was it was so hot and so like the the air was so bad and it was like, yeah, very startup, I would say. It was, <laughs> it was
0: very startup, yeah. And in the summer it was too hot and we still had to open the windows because otherwise we would have, like, yeah, I don't know what the word is, not get, got enough Air. oxygen. Yeah. yeah, Oxygen, yeah. And in the winter we had to leave the uh, leave the windows open as well for the same reason, but then it just got cold, so... Yeah. yeah, not not
1: <laughs> practical, not, not helpful. No. <laughs> and it of course like when it's that extreme, it of course impacts your work life, like your work as well. If you if it's so hot or so like the the oxygen is so low, and both. Um, both options would decrease your uh, productiveness and your like creativeness and everything. So this has a real impact on your work as well. Of course
0: so. it does. So it, it kind of surprised me that you're like the thoughts are popping up that maybe we should switch back, but I don't yeah, know well, if that was too serious or not.
1: No, one of our employees was like, he's like, well, you need to keep your burn rate low, and that's true. Like for a startup, we are not like. We don't have there, a lot of money to burn. That is true. Exactly. So, so yeah. the burn, keeping the burn rate low, is an important thing, and this would be one area where we could maybe save a, a amount of money, like x amount. Not sure. It, it, as I said, it depends uh, which office to pick, and so that's the whole thing where it's like this intersection between like. Um, how much we are going to increase the burn rate or if it could stay the same but do we find something and how will this impact our daily work our culture because like when you're like in a more formal space you're immediately like um, being more formal but if it's like more cozy and like more like in a in a flat an actual like room where you're like okay there are all those couches and like
0: yeah, you pretend tend to be more lazy at work or like exactly relaxed exactly or, yeah no, <laughs> or
1: not re- that <laughs> rela- being relaxed at work is a bad thing but yeah, like but
0: in, in a negative way like just yeah exactly chilling. exactly <laughs>
1: Um, exactly. <laughs> Not that that is too much of a bad thing, as well. This is I know. Part but where...
0: I mean it in a negative way. I think you know the gist. Just...
1: I I know. I know. But it's just I wanted to make sure here that and on the record, it's for me. I would like to be a little more cozy than we currently are. I, like we have no sofa in the office at the moment, and the I would, would like nice, to yeah. exactly, exactly. Because sometimes when you're like thinking for over or. or over topic over and over again and like for the last three hours a change of scene helps and so that's where i'm like well being too much like business z doesn't help it's it's um another hindrance to creativity and so um Yeah,
0: yeah you can there's like these two extremes and you can fall off either side Exactly. So it's a
1: balancing act. Like so many things are for me at the moment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think we we kind of, it's nice to put into words or to grasp a bit, like what your challenge is and balancing finances versus like creativity and work environment. And everything comes with a cost. And the same goes with um, how do people stay on the same page, but not make processes of communication too uh, grindy, grindy, I'd say, or like too Mm unconvenient. So that slows down the processes as well. And like with all this going on, I guess I would say again, we are thankful for Martin's involvement. I guess Mm -hmm. he has a good good view on things, a lot of experience in that field but what do you expect for the next few weeks
1: what what's going to happen
0: with your you and your work or whatever well, goals
1: so uh, mainly they are they have to do with um, like setting up those things like guidelines and stuff so we talked about the code of conduct we talked about the git thing those are two things that are up i didn't write the git thing i like the git guideline that i think daniel or you did it not sure but, like, um, there are other things that have to be done. Like, we're, we switched our time tracking tool. That's a thing, a topic we can talk about in the future as well. But so, how, what time to track, how to track it and stuff. Is this even important? How, when is it important and stuff like that? There are no guidelines for that. And I keep on getting asked by our employees. They're like, oh, well, so I did this, I did that. When I'm at the doctor, do I need to make this time up or something? And I'm like, well... See for me the most the important no, no, and it's true, so that that would have I would for now have to cite on a daily basis and be like well i I slept good today, so you get this time off sure it's something when company. your grumpy is like ah, how could you even ask this <laughs> exactly exactly and you're getting a pay cut at the end of the month <laughs> no no i'm not doing this so <laughs> just exactly joking around but it's it's like um uh, very interesting and like well this is stuff i did not have to think about earlier and it's so much like um, even when talking to my wife this morning, this was a very interesting topic where she's like, well, we talked about this and I'm like a- about a topic um uh, where, what we're doing tonight. And she's like, we, I told you, and I'm like, well, if I did not respond, not sure if this is, if I could have processed it. My mind is currently so full with thinking about so many things. And I asked her and I think she understood like, um, currently my mind is so busy 24 7 that she might have to like remind me more often about stuff and yeah. i'm so thankful that she's so patient with me and that she's um such a great uh, support and uh yeah it's very thankful to, for it him. comes
0: back to <laughs> the overload like being exactly overloaded with all this yeah information and tasks and yeah i guess you got but as, the biggest chunk of it but <laughs> as a founder it's
1: generally <laughs> it it's often comes down to this but as I said so that's most of the work I will be doing I think getting this out of my system and getting all of those um, thoughts I have into writing and thinking over them again so that it, they're as fair as they can get and as enabling as they can be so um, my main with balancing all those guidelines my main focus is i want to help all of us to be more productive all of us to to enjoy work but also to like can like that you have a good work life balance and particularly when we're talking about instant messages and stuff that's a guideline i wrote as well already where it's like focusing also on times off so that people that you know what you can expect after work and stuff and that it's not expected to like instantly reply to everything. To be available twenty four seven. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's so that's hmm. a
0: nice wrap up. Yeah. I, I also like how you just outlined the goal of all of your work. Like we we wanna work together, we wanna be on the same page, we want to be enabled by your groundwork, I'd say. Mm -hmm. that's that's exciting stuff happening and i can already see the impact of it it's like of course there's a lot to still continue doing Mm -hmm. but there's a lot behind you and us as well so that is nice yeah
1: that's true that's true well yeah
0: (laughs) i think we can wrap it up for today it's Mm -hmm. been a pleasure as always uh for the listeners thank you for listening do join our edit and ping us um, on Twitter or wherever. That is, their edit is at r and mm.
1: Yeah. And maybe another plug, if I may. Um, sure. Write us topics you want to hear from. Like, if you have questions in regard to our funding, as I said, a lot of them are disclosed on our website, or all of them should be, but soon will be maybe. Uh, but if you have questions regarding them, if you find some of the information that we have on there maybe questionable or not sufficient, please let us know. Um, we want to be transparent when it comes to that and we want to be open for like suggestions. And, That's a good uh, one.
0: Yeah, definitely. We, we want to be transparent and if you have any ideas what we can cover, just let us know. Hit us up. So yeah we have to thank you for the time have a good yeah, one yeah thank you too. too you too
1: bye bye till then bye